to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. If you've been exploring the women's wellness online movement, you've likely come across articles touting the miracles of seed cycling for regulating the menstrual cycle. In case you missed it, seed cycling is a protocol where you consume specific seed combinations during distinct phases of the menstrual cycle in order to balance female hormones. The excitement is understandable. The promise of a simple food-based solution to heal your hormonal woes is certainly compelling. However, Overall, the science on seeds does not support the claims that are being made. Eating this or that seed at a certain time in your cycle doesn't regulate your hormones. Welcome to episode 109 of Natural MD Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Aviva Ram, and in this episode, we're going to explore the seed cycling fad. Seed cycling is, without a doubt, a fad that showed up on the women's wellness scene as it began to blossom on the internet less than 10 years ago. A quick internet search will easily yield you a dozen articles from online women's wellness experts extolling its benefits. It's a meme of sorts. One person made it up, then a whole lot of copycats just kept repeating the message over and over until it seemed like there must be something real to it. Sorry to be snarky, but that's how these things take hold. The logic of seed cycling is as follows. By eating certain seeds at different phases of your cycle, for example, certain seeds during the first half or follicular phase and other seeds during the second half or luteal phase, the varying lignin, phytoestrogen, fatty acid, and micronutrient constituents of those seeds will provide the optimal hormonal support at the right time. The other rationale for seed cycling is that by consuming these plant-based phytoestrogens, plant estrogens, at the correct time, you are balancing ratios of estrogen and progesterone at key times in the cycle. But these effects haven't been demonstrated in the science, and hormone levels take more than a week of eating this or that food to alter. Unfortunately, it's just not true that seed cycling creates hormone balance. While we do know that the body mobilizes nutrients differently across the phases of the menstrual cycle, zinc, magnesium, and calcium blood levels, for example, have been shown to vary at different times of the cycle, this doesn't necessarily mean there's any benefit to shifting supplement intake or food intake or seed intake according to our cycle. Our brilliant bodies tightly regulate how nutrients are utilized, and additionally, nutrient stores accumulate over time and usually necessitate larger quantities and longer time frames of regular use than occur in the seed cycling protocol. Further, most of the data that's mentioned in seed cycling articles is based on out-of-context studies done in dairy cows and beef cattle who have had induced or in vitro implanted pregnancies who are lactating and other parameters that don't relate to eating seeds throughout the menstrual cycle. Each study also focuses on giving these animals very large doses of one or two seeds of the same types of seeds daily for weeks or months at a time. 
Thus, seed cycling, like so many wellness trends, is a well-marketed, oft-repeated myth. In this case, it's a harmless myth, but it is nonetheless misleading. Why do some women say it works? Well, actually, most things work 30% of the time for people who try them. That's the standard placebo response. Second, adding anything healthy to your diet usually leads to overall increased dietary conscientiousness. Just by doing something positive for yourself, you could actually improve your overall well-being and hormone well-being. And third, if you haven't caught on to this by now, there are a lot of exaggerated claims on the internet. Believe me, I've dug deeply into this one and into what who is saying what, because I always want to offer my patients and you the best, simplest, and safest health information there is. Now, like so many wellness fads that take hold, there is, excuse the pun, a seed of truth, which is exactly why these logical-sounding approaches seem to make so much sense. In this case, it is true that seeds are part of an overall healthful diet, and some may have a slight hormonal impact. Studies show that, for example, vitamin E and omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are found in flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, and sunflower seeds, are essential for hormone production and ovarian follicular function. Zinc, present in meaningful concentrations in pumpkin seeds and sesame seeds, helps to improve formation of the corpus luteum. That's the part of the ovary that gets formed when the egg ovulates, when it pops out, and leaves a spot called the corpus luteum, which then produces progesterone. So if it's helping improve the formation of the corpus luteum, what that means is it's helped you to ovulate, and that will also improve your progesterone levels. Zinc also helps get the endometrium, the lining of the uterus, prepped and ready for implantation should you conceive. Seeds are rich in selenium, which supports ovulation and fertility, as well as liver detoxification phases. And lignans, which are present in flax and sesame seeds, are converted to enterolactones in the presence of healthy gut flora. And these enterolactones help keep your estrogen levels healthy. But seed cycling itself does not have any clinical evidence to support it. In fact, every study showing the benefits of seeds for health uses the same seeds daily rather than rotating them and uses them in larger amounts consistently for weeks to months at a time. In seed cycling, it's very minimal amounts that are consumed for short rotating periods, so quite the contrary to the science behind using seeds for hormonal health impact. There is some science, however, behind specific seeds for hormone health, so let's take a look. Studies have shown that eating flax seeds both increases luteal phase length and reduces the number of cycles in which you're not ovulating, and as a result, improves progesterone levels as well as progesterone to estrogen ratio in the luteal phase cycle. What does this all mean? Flax seeds may increase the likelihood of regular ovulation and improve progesterone levels as a result. So if you're skipping periods, have low progesterone, or have symptoms of high estrogen, for example, cyclic breast tenderness, heavy periods, then adding flax seeds to your diet throughout the month is a great choice. Beyond its direct impact on the menstrual cycle, flax has additionally been found to decrease stress hormone levels like cortisol and decrease stress perception, the subjective feeling that you're under a lot of stress. 
This impact on the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis and the stress response in general could have positive downstream effects on your menstrual cycle because stress is one of the overarching signals that most importantly influences sex hormone levels. After menopause, flax seeds also have a protective effect against breast cancer. Beyond their beneficial hormonal effects, flax is also a superstar for overall health because it's also been shown to reduce cardiovascular risk profiles and decreases hemoglobin A1C levels, a marker of blood sugar, in type 2 diabetes. Now, this also makes them a great addition to your diet if you have polycystic ovary syndrome with insulin resistance or elevated blood sugar. How do you use them? Most of the studies looking at the benefits of flax seeds for hormone balance, cardiovascular health, and diabetes have found that they need to be eaten in about a 10-gram dose a day. I recommend women getting about two tablespoons of ground flaxseed daily, which is just above that amount, which also gives you a really healthy fiber dose. How do you use them? Go to your local health food store, get some, ground, get some flax seeds, toss about a half a cup into your blender or into your Vitamix, grind them up, put them in an airtight container, and then put them in your refrigerator. And you've got about ha about a half a week to a week's worth, depending on how much you use every day. And that's the best way because they go rancid really quickly if you buy them ground. And then just sprinkle them on your cereal, add them to salads, to grains, add them to your smoothies. You can even put them into flaxseed muffins because cooking them by baking them that way doesn't interfere with their benefits. And at the end of the blog associated with this podcast over at avivaram.com forward slash 109, I give you some healthy recipes that include a lot of seeds, including one of my favorite seed ball recipes, those seed nuggets that you can add flaxseed to. Sesame seeds have also been shown to influence female hormones in a way that may be particularly useful for hormone profiles if you're struggling with PCOS. Specifically, one study, which was actually done in menopausal women, found that eating 50 grams of sesame seeds every day for five weeks increased a hormone called DHEAS, which is a precursor to testosterone, and it decreased it by 18% and it increased sex hormone binding globulin, which is a protein that binds to testosterone, by 15%. Now, how does that relate to PCOS? Well, sex hormone binding globulins are often low in women with PCOS, which contributes to that elevated testosterone level. In addition, women with PCOS often have high DHEAS levels. So sesame seeds are worth bringing into your daily routine if you have PCOS. Seed cycling won't give you enough of them on a regular basis to do what you're trying to do. One of the simplest and most delicious ways to incorporate sesame seeds into your life is by using organic sesame butter or tahini. Also, if you use tahini because it's so concentrated, all you need is one to two tablespoons at a time. Otherwise, you'd need to get about a quarter cup of sesame seeds at a time. And also eating sesame seeds, it's really hard to chew them thoroughly. If you've ever eaten enough sesame seeds, you'll notice sesame seeds in the other end uh, when stuff comes out of the other end of your digestion. You see little sesame seeds in your poo to be specific. And I'm sure your kids are giggling like crazy now that I've just said that. So at the end of 
the um, podcast page where I also have the blog at avivaram.com forward slash 109, you'll find my open sesame nuggets, which are really delicious, and they're made with sesame tahini. Now, let's not forget pumpkin and sunflower seeds. They also contain important nutrients for overall nutritional health and should be incorporated as a healthful part of a regular diet. Sunflower seeds, sesame seeds, flax seeds, and pumpkin seeds all have high levels of a number of different nutrients and good fatty acids that have been shown to be beneficial for general health and your menstrual cycle. So zinc, for example, which is highest in pumpkin and sesame seeds, can increase the formation of the corpus luteum, which means it's helping you ovulate and support healthy progesterone levels in the second half of your cycle. And in mouse studies, low zinc is associated with poorer ovarian egg development and actual blocked ovulation. Now, Clearly, we're not mice any more than we are cows or other animals, but it's interesting to look at the studies and some of them are relevant as long as the animals are in a state that's relevant and similar to ours. So a cow that's been forced into pregnancy and is also lactating is not a good proxy for what's going on in a regular human woman's menstrual cycle. Um, So Sesame seeds, I'm sorry, pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds are an incredibly helpful part of the diet. I give you some great recipes over at my website for using them and consider them to be just sort of like generally beneficial for the nutrients that our bodies need for healthy ovulation. Now, studies looking at sunflower seeds specifically show perhaps in some studies a slight bump in progesterone, but most studies show no impact on hormones at all. So what's the bottom line with seed cycling? If you have PCOS, consider adding sesame seeds to your daily diet. If you have missing periods or general regular irregular menstrual cycles, flax is a wonderful daily use nutritional ally for you. But rather than spending your precious life energy stressing out about, am I eating the right seeds at the perfect time, you can completely let go of that rigidity and instead just choose to consume a variety of seeds daily the more often the better. And the best way to incorporate these into your diet is liberally on a regular basis as part of an overall healthful diet rather than in a regimented way. And doesn't that just make life already feel simpler? If you find the structure of seed cycling to be a useful strategy in order to help you to get a diversity of seeds in your diet in an organized manner, there is absolutely no harmful effect to that, but don't expect any hormone balancing miracles from following the seed cycling protocol. That is really purely sexy wellness hype. Now, I eat some seeds almost every day, and I have for decades. I love sprinkling toasted sesame seeds and toasted sunflower seeds and pepitas or pumpkin seeds into my salads. I include seeds in my granola recipe, and I add tahini to just about everything. It's my favorite spread on toast with a little bit of butter and then putting tahini on top of it. I know that's so decadent and so rich, but it's so delicious. And I'll often have that with my breakfast with a scrambled egg and some sauerkraut or kimchi. A great way to start the day on some whole grain toast. You can do it on gluten-free toast if you don't eat gluten. I also love it on top of Buddha bowls, steamed veggies, whole grains. It's amazing. So if you want to include more seeds in your diet, I highly recommend it. I don't recommend seed cycling, and I just urge you to be wary of 
fads. There are a lot of fads. This one, again, not harmful, but not all the hormone miracle it claims to be. Remember to head over to avivaram.com forward slash 109 for some recipes and links to recipes and a quick refresher if you're trying to remember, wait, what did she say that the flax seeds were good for? And what did she say that the sesame seeds were good for? It's all written out for you in a transcript form, so easy for you to access at any time. If you find this interesting and helpful, please make sure to leave a comment and a rating over on iTunes. It's how other women find out about this information that helps them take their health back. It also helps them sort out some of the wellness fact from wellness fiction. And if you have topics that are of interest to you, or you have a question that you want to get to me, I am the one who checks all of the emails that come to me through my website over at avivaram.com. I read every single one. Now, I get so many that I can't answer them all anymore. And I don't answer personal health questions for that's not really good medicine to do through an email. But what I am going to be doing is starting a new feature where once every few weeks, I spin through my inbox and pull out some of the questions that seem most reflective of what a lot of women are asking me. And I will answer those in special, about once every month or so, Ask Me Anything episodes of Natural MD Radio. I won't say your name. If you send in a question, I will take out anything about where you live, where what your name is, your, you know, your age, so that it, nobody can ever track it back to you. But if you send me a question, I might you might hear it answered over on Natural MD Radio. So you can find that address over at my website at avivaram.com. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time. <laughs>